See, I'm teaching you a little bit every time about iconic people like Bob Ross, who is wonderful, and then Lorena Bobbitt, who's a wiener whacker. You know, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Welcome back to episode, what is this, five? It is. Yeah. Because we recorded four yesterday. Welcome back to episode five of My Mom Has a Secret podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Allie. And uh, we're just kind of all over the place because we are working hard to get these episodes recorded before we're on a little hiatus. But nobody will know we're on a hiatus because these will be popping out right on time. Yep. We're, we're getting them out there. We're just, you know, go-getters. Um, I like your shirt, by the way. Thanks. Makes your eyes pop. Thank you. You got those blue eyes. Uh, yeah, so we're going to kind of jump into the recap of Bob Ross. What did you learn about the first yeah. ASM artist? Well, so I have to say my absolute favorite thing that I learned about him off the bat was that I didn't know he had animals in his pocket when he <laughs> would paint. Mm -hmm. And the most famous one was Peapod, the Aww, squirrel. Peapod. And I think you said you knew mm -hmm. that one, right? Um, but it, he would do baby birds and raccoons and everything. I was like, okay, automatically I love this man. <laughs> like, that's awesome. But I also did, um, watch some of his paintings and it is between his voice and mm -hmm. just his vibe. Like he just is a very soothing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it wouldn't put me to sleep, but it, I could sit there and watch a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but there was another fun fact that I learned about him. So he used to rescue animals mm -hmm. and he had an, an alligator that he rescued Aww. and it was in their bathtub. And wow. I don't know if it made it or not because the story I read said he attempted to rescue, like oh, save it. Rehabilitate it. Um, so I don't know, but I was like, Let me try. that's pretty cool. Like, how do yeah. you do that? Hey, mom, can I put this alligator in our bathtub? <laughs> or you forget to tell your mom <laughs> right. and she goes in to take a bath. <laughs> right. It's like that that movie. There's a movie like that. Remember we watched that? The Lyle, Lyle oh, Crocodile. The crocodile. That was funny. Yeah. The kid movie making me cry. Oh, he did. He was, That was a good <laughs> That was a good twist. They did some good stuff there. Yeah, he is. He's so soothing. And he truly in life was just a kind human. Mm -hmm. He really was. Um, and he got taken advantage of really bad. And that was sad to this day. I don't buy any Bob Ross products because it's held. His name is, his copyright is held by some really shady oh. people. So screw them. <laughs> so I saw a thing that said he never even sold his own mm -mm. paintings. Mm -mm. No, they took his name early on and he was, even his son is still alive today. Cannot benefit from anything in his name because wow. those people took it. Yeah, that's, so that's... I don't forget things like that. <laughs> but mm. yeah, he died in 1995, and he actually uh, was on PBS for 11 years, uh, 83 to 94. So he was on when you were mm -hmm. bopping around. Yep. Um, but yeah, died shortly thereafter. He got pretty sick, but he did 381 paintings on PBS. That's wow. a lot. That is good. That's good. That's a lot. Um, but yeah. So, but speaking of TV and colorful, fun TV, let's get a little dark. <laughs> so okay. one of my favorite shows is um, Snapped, mm -hmm. where the women are the killers. Mm -hmm. And it's usually of the crooked boyfriend or ex-fiance or ex-husband or husband or whatever. Mm -hmm. Lover of some sort, maybe a girlfriend. I don't know. Their partner. Um. And I've always liked it. I don't really watch it these days. Honestly, I didn't even know it was still on. 
But back mm-hmm. in the forensic files days, you know, where there, the TV was not so streaming, um, I used to watch it. But it popped up on my screen the other day, and it was on episode 33. <laughs> and I'm like, holy snapped, man. Like, first of all, good for you to be pulling out a show that long. Mm-hmm. It's like Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you know, right? It's like it just doesn't go Never. away. Yeah. Um, but that's almost, that's over 20 episodes per season, 33 season. I'm like, that's a lot of pissed off yeah, women that, that should show you. That should. And you know, they say, uh, women are like, oh, I don't like scary movies, but I'll watch snapped all day long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll watch either one. But so I looked up some statistics mm-hmm. on what is this about? Cause it hit me as man, it's called femicide when women are the killers, but uh, I was like, man, so maybe there are more female murderers out there than I thought. It's not the case. No. But so in 2021, there was uh, the statistics are uh, out of four, 4,900, almost 5,000 female victims, 34% of them were killed by their partner. Mm-hmm. So a boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. lover, whatever. Um, only 6% of, of men murdered by the partner was only 6%. So men just piss everybody off yeah. is what I get. They have enemies all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it could be the grocery store clerk. Right. <laughs> it could be the taxi driver. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, but from 1980 to 2008, overall murders for men and women, one out of five was from the partner. So it's sad because you watch a show and they get they grill the partner typically right off mm-hmm. the bat. And you see a lot of people who are completely innocent that get grilled for it. And they're like, ah, and then they start thinking, ah, maybe I did do it. Right. But most of the time it is the partner. Mm -hmm. So that's why the police kind of jump to that, um, despite their training. But, but what are your thoughts? Do you think that we should kill people as women? (laughs) All the the time. I've actually (laughs) never watched an episode of Snap. Really? I haven't. It's even narrated by a woman. It's Mm -hmm. great. I don't know that, but I did look up. Um, some stories about women that killed their husbands. Uh-huh. But I looked at women who had killed men and one lady killed her handyman and then fed him to mm. her pigs. Well. Yeah. And that was pretty crazy. Did but she, was she angry with him or she just psycho? She was just psycho. And they don't know, like that was the only one that they found out. So they didn't know there could be others that she did that wow. to. And I'm like, wow. So she may have been a serial killer, but they weren't sure. Right. And then there was a woman that had four husbands. Oh. Well, she, throughout time, they were all fed to pigs. Yes, that <laughs> one time. This is a different one. But uh-huh. she had four different husbands, but she would go after them based on their how rich they were. They had to be childless, but they had to be elderly. And she would kill them and then try to get the insurance money. But she got caught on the fourth one. Oh, man. She just got greedy. She did. She well, you, if they're elderly, why don't you just wait for right. them to that's expire? what I'm saying. I'm like, why do they have to be elderly? I don't know. Maybe it's easier. I don't know. You know. But the other thing was a story. I don't have specifics on it, but a lady killed her husband and she stabbed him 193 times. Mm. And they said that it was for insurance money. No. No, she was angry. She To do that, 
Think about that. That's called you left your underwear on the floor one right. too many times, and I've had it. Yep. It's like the Chicago play where they're all murderesses. I've never seen that either. Oh, I can't with you. I've watched it on Broadway like five times. I know you. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with it. I could literally listen to that soundtrack. I don't know why it makes me so happy. They all killed their partner. <laughs> but they explained the reason as to why. I, I mean, I think it was fair. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenic, stabbing, shooting. Yeah, it's, you know, it's terrible. I personally think, you know, killing may be a little far, you know, feeding to the pigs, you know, I don't know, but you know, the they, they got to eat, yeah. but it's true. I it's think cheaper. you go back in the day, I'm not sure when this was, so I'm not sure if you were even around yet, but you know, the story of Lorena Bobbitt, right? You don't No, you probably remember. So Lorena Bobbitt, caught her husband, John, mm -hmm. cheating on her. Mm -hmm. So she went home when she knew, I guess he worked late or something. Anyway, he was sleeping. Mm -hmm. And she took a kitchen knife and whacked off his fun part. <laughs> Just cut it off. He took it with her, left the house, threw it out the window into a field, and it was all over the media. They had a search for his little Willie, they were searching for it because when they caught her, she said, I threw it out the window. So can you imagine like police officers and dogs running around? Like you don't want the dog to grab it. <laughs> I don't know. That could go bad. But they found it. They found his special Who friend. Had to pick it up? I can't answer that. But they sewed it back on. This is a whole thing. Yeah, so she got arrested, whatever, it's assault, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure how much time she spent. It's a thing. But John Bobbitt became a porn star after that <laughs> with his sewn-on genitalia. What a so story. So did she make him famous? Like Basically, yeah. So yeah. that's what you did with the spotlight. You just said, well. <laughs> you just flipped it back around and said, well, look what I can do. So I don't know to what extent it worked or whatever. I know that it was enough to be on camera with it. So there you go. But she didn't kill him. And now she probably wishes she had. Yeah. But can you imagine him in the bed? Like, oh, my gosh. She just cut How that off. How do you call, like, for help? <laughs> So, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I need help. So, yeah. So, that's a whole, yeah. So, your homework now is to look up Lorena Bobbitt and read more on that story and we'll follow up. Okay. See, I'm teaching you a little bit every time about iconic people like Bob Ross, mm -hmm. who was yep. wonderful, and then Lorena Bobbitt, who's a wiener whacker. Yep. You know, there you go. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> All right, so enough with the violence and the death and the murderous, um, the murderesses, which you do need to watch Chicago. You haven't seen Chicago no. at all. No. The movie makes me mad. Okay. It does. It was well done. It was Renee Zellweger, Richard Gere. That's great. The show, though, is just different. So, yeah, so you're tasked with learning more about Chicago and Lorena Bobbitt. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. <clears throat> so I was driving down the road the other day and there was a giant mattress on the side of the road. What jumped out at me? Cause you see this, you know, mm -hmm. stuff happens. You see it on the side of the road. It jumped out at me because it was new. It mm -hmm. was very new and it had been 
clamped together, like folded over with like a um, clamp um, or strap kind of thing. And I thought, oh, wow, you know, that popped out of somebody's truck. They had a bump, whatever. And then the next day I'm driving down the road and it's still there. And I'm just, then where's the story here? What happened? Were, did you just forget altogether you had a mattress? Did you just decide, just screw that. We're not going back to get it. Were you stealing it and you couldn't go back to get it? Like what happened? What is the story there? Why was it still there? I mean, mattresses are not cheap. No. And you're leaving it. You're like, that's littering. That's, you can't just throw stuff out of your yeah. car. Like sometimes when you see old furniture, I feel like people are like, I don't want to drive it. it to the dump. So let's just dump it on the side of the road. Right. But like brand new. Yeah. That's what threw me because it wasn't a ratchety stained up mattress. Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, there's no way you're just driving. You're like, whoop. And, lost the mattress right and then two where do the scavengers go that scoop it up because most people be like that's brand new right. it's got plastic on it i don't know and it was it was there for days and then it rained and obviously it now probably ended why. up at like a dump well yeah but so you're driving you get to destination b is that when you realize well crap where did the mattress go or do you know when it happens? You have to know when it happens. There's no... So When why? you have something in the back of a truck, what are you doing as you're driving? You are constantly looking to make sure it is still there. You would think so. So why is it still on the side of the well, road? Well, you know what? What? That right there is a reason for snapped. I know. Where's the mattress? I didn't... It fell I, out of the you truck. You had one task. Right. Was to get the mattress to the house and... Now I'm going to stab you to yeah. death. And I think it's justified. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was, it looked brand new, but it had been cleaned up. Maybe it was a murder mattress. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I bet I didn't you. think about that. You think it was bleached? Yeah. So they were getting rid of evidence. Yeah. But why would you do it on the side of the road where thousands of people see it every few hours? Because then it's even more, you're not going to look for why it. You just dump it in the woods. Because Burn then it. It, the woods looks even that's sketchy. Anything in the woods is sketchy. So if you kill somebody on a mattress, you need to right. burn it. Just, you need to burn it. Well, or just dump it on the side of the You don't street. ever dump <laughs> evidence. It's just like people that go and kill somebody and then go into the interrogation room wearing the bloody clothes and the speckled shoes. That is Duh. true. Duh. Amateurs. Hello. Did you hear about that story that just happened? No. The kid was at school. And he killed his teacher in the bathroom and went out and like changed his clothes and came back into class and like put her in a dump, a trash can and wheeled her out. It's, there's cameras everywhere. that's so gross. Yeah. That's that's disturbing. Yeah, it is. I just. But that's a. I, I, what do you, so you think the mentality is that they saw the mattress fall and they decided to keep going and it's not worth it. We, we don't need it. I mean. Is that what you think? No, I don't know. So you say you think you think they saw it fall. They had to. So have then, what did seen, they choose know. to do at that point? That's they just like said, "We are not. We cannot. Dollars. We can't turn around and go get it because <laughs> you've got the manpower because it was in the truck in the first place." Or if it's like a fifty-year-old grandma that doesn't have help to get it back in her car, how is she going to get it out of her car? 
She probably had somebody, a neighbor. So you can't go pick up neighbor Joe and go, it's on the side of the road, get in Joe. You know what we need to do? We need to we need to sit on the side of the road and wait for somebody to wait. do it. And we're going to be like, knock on the window, tap, tap, tap. What would you Hi. do? What would I do? Would I go back? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. What if it was raining and it fell in mud? Uh, you, you clean it. You clean it? Mm-hmm. So what if you knew it was ruined? Would then you go no, back? I wouldn't go back. You're terrible. What would <laughs> Jesus do? He would go back, but I would not. He would go back. <laughs> I, no. Okay. I mean, you know, that's... it's a simple thing, but it just intrigued me. And I was just like, how did this story unfold? What was, because it's probably some bizarre story in the first place. Probably. You don't really know. Um, all right. You shop, right? You grocery shop. Yeah. You shop at the mall. You shop at mm. TJ Maxx, whatever, Target. Mm. What is the deal with the shoppers that are on the phone? And have you noticed this increasing in numbers? Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. That's the thing, too, is people don't know how to communicate with each other face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. Like, I think everybody is so in tune to their phone and like, I only care about these people and want to talk to these people. Yeah. Um, I think it's sad. I miss having normal conversation with people at the checkout or, you know, in the aisles that that doesn't happen anymore. But I did have a friend growing up that she would always call me as soon as she was walking into the store and she would make me stay on the phone with her the whole time because she didn't like the idea. She didn't like being by herself and she didn't like, I guess, human interaction. <laughs> okay. Yep. So maybe it's that, mm -hmm. that people are trying to avoid strangers talking to them. Mm -hmm. But there's so many, and he, like you're in an aisle, and they always have an earpiece in, so you don't see any wires. Mm -hmm. Everything's wireless now, and they're just talking, and you think they're talking to you for mm -hmm. a hot second, and you feel like, oh, we're friends because she's excited. I'm like, oh wait, she's not even yep. talking to me. But some of the shoppers that I've walked aside are mumbling and moving and looking at things, and I'm thinking the person on the other end, there's no way they can really hear what you're saying. So that, why are you there? That makes it exactly, it's a comfort thing. It's, I, like, if I need something, you're there. <laughs> so what's happening to the person on the other end? You're just sitting there. Y'all both have an That's annoying. It is. You can't, eat, I can't hear you. What? What are you saying? When I go to the store, I have a mission mm -hmm. and I want to leave. Yep. It's in and out five five minutes. Talking to somebody is going to double your time at least because you can't concentrate on what you're doing because you don't even know where you're at. But that's why they're not talking. They're mumbling. They're not even <laughs> saying anything. Mumbler. So is the other person that they're talking to also shopping? Maybe in the same store? <laughs> you know, where is the other person? And is there even another person? Maybe Are they faking not. it? I, I can't lie. Not in a grocery store, but I have totally done that. <laughs> and I've been like, please don't ring right now because if you do, <laughs> and maybe that's why I always have my phone on silent. Yeah, because you're a liar. I am. I, I, can't, I can't even think of an instance where I have, but I have done that about 30 different times. Wow. I just don't care that much. I do. So I wondered if we should invest in developing an app mm. that is just shopper's friend, you know, 
It's called Shopper's Friend. You download it. And when you're going in a store, if you know, your friends are going to get tired of you doing that. Mm-hmm. So you can just connect with another person who is shopping and needs somebody to not listen to them. I think we could be millionaires. We could, totally. I, you know, app development's easy peasy. <laughs> Mac and cheesy. <laughs> um, yeah. Or we could just run it. We could be the dispatchers and... Yeah. Thanks. Or you could have a whole staff of listeners that just listen to. It's like a it's like a suicide hotline, but it's for shoppers. Get people who enjoy <laughs> ASMR. And, and then just, they don't even have to talk. You just put your earpiece in. They're there if you need, like you have a random question. Right. Or you just need to say something or something happens. Uh-huh. You yeah. can just real quick. Yeah. But like, yeah, ASMR lovers. Here's the other one. So I was at the airport and a lady was on the phone at my gate. And she was obviously very, very um, upset about sound like a partner. But she's talking to a friend, and she was just letting her have it. Like, he was this, he's a piece of duh, duh, duh. loudly pacing back. Everybody at the gate is in her life now and in mm-hmm. her drama, you know. Um, do they not conceptualize that they're spreading all of their dirty laundry out? Do they want the attention, or do they really feel oblivious to it? What is that? Probably. No, I would know. But you have to think, like, if something huge happens, you don't really care about anything else. So, like, if, I mean, if you're in the airport and you learn about what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's, like, brand new. I still, though, like, she was dropping F-bombs. There were kids around. Like, I am always aware of where I'm at. I am not. I have been really angry. All of a sudden, obviously, we all have. But if I was on the phone about that subject, I would find a quiet corner or write it out mm-hmm. or something. Like, I, I've i never done that. I've never been on the phone in a public place and let other people hear, right. one, that I'm mad, or two, what is going on. So they don't care necessarily. Yeah, I think you just have your people that are like, I yeah. don't care. If you don't want to hear it, don't yeah. be here. Right. My, my favorite thing though, is like, I went and got tires recently and you're sitting in a waiting room and it's just, it's like, sure. You can be on your phone. There's no signs posted. Like, don't be on your phone, but it is so rude when you're sitting with 10 other people who are like on their laptops working, you know, you no nobody wants to be there, but you are on your phone. And it's kind of like what you just said, where Mm. it's all her business and she wasn't mad, but People three stores down could hear her. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, we can all hear you and we don't care what happened to Sheila's husband <laughs> two weeks ago. Was it on Snap? Yeah. And they're, I mean, <laughs> but they were all into it and they're looking at Facebook and she's like, let me pull that post up and she's holding it out. Oh, and I'm geez. like, holy cow. Oh. It's just, you don't care about people. Or- but I guess there's a kind of a freedom to that too. Wouldn't it be kind of nice to just really not give a crap? Yeah. Like you don't have the anxiety of being a pleaser to a point of feeling like you have to be courteous all the time just to just not give a crap. Just truly just own it. And like, I am here, I'm existing. I'm never going to see you again. I don't care. Yeah. It would be nice. There's a freedom to that, I think. There is. But still like 
being aware being of, courteous yeah just having manners in general yeah that people don't want they may have a migraine or yeah they just don't want to hear you right they have a right to not have to hear all your business you know yeah. i mean i think there's two sides to it but i mean i totally could use some of that like free spirit yeah. don't care sometimes yeah but but I think everybody has a, their space and you're entitled to your space. Even if you're in public, you know, this is my personal space. Don't invade it. But it also means don't take your space and invade mine, right. even if it's just you can hear it verbally, you know, like audibly you're right. invading my space too because you're taking my peace away by rambling about a freaking Facebook post. You know, maybe I'm just want to just yep. listen to the news that's on quietly. Right. It's like you want to look at her and be like, excuse me, what's your name? Deborah. Deborah, volume one. Yep. <laughs> that's what you want to yep. say. Yep. You know, take a hint, you know. Yeah, that's that's the other thing in the grocery store, though, is like when you're you have your bubble, and I'm a very um, – I almost said passive aggressive. That's not what I meant. You can be that too. I can be. <laughs> um, I'm a very chill person. I'm. I don't. We're introverted. Yeah, introverted. Yeah. But I'm also very. Um, it takes a lot for me to get mad. Mm -hmm. And oh, you're looking right here. I'm going to stand right on top of you, and then it puts pressure. So this is where I could use like, I'm here. Get out of my space. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You can wait your turn. Mm -hmm. But it makes me have such anxiety and I try to hurry and get the wrong thing. And then I end up three aisles away just to get out of it. And then you have to go back. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I inconvenience myself? Right. Because you wanted you to yeah. be rude and, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, people that are very strong, have strong personalities like that, they can spot a person like you mm -hmm. and they know what they're doing. And you just have to consciously say, you know, you're not going to bully me out of this spot. I was here. I have a right to, to find what I need, and then I'm going to be out of your way. But people that are very strong personalities, you know, they they still just they do that. But yeah, it's it's hard to pick and choose. You got to pick your battles. But you also shouldn't end up three aisles away right. taking time Having to go back because right. you know because somebody's a idiot that's what one of my best friends we were at out and when it comes to kids it's different I'm still very quiet like I will go out of my way to be like okay let's try to resolve it over here on my own but my best friend she's very loud and she's polar opposite of me but I watched her with the situation that happened and she I mean, she let it be known, like, no, you're not going to do that. We're not going to do that to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And to another I, kid. Yes. Okay. And so I'm sitting there in amazement because I'm like, wow, you're, you did that. Mm -hmm. And I'm over here like. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of fearful that some angry mom's going to jump right. out and pick a fist fight I just with don't you. like drama. Yeah, I don't either. I don't like unnecessary drama. Yeah. I, I did have a situation in a store when I know that this will shock you, but sometimes I can get testy. Really? <laughs> Who would have known that? I am so not typically, but um, I had a situa situation where I was in an aisle and this person acted as if I wasn't there. Like they were 
coming between me and my cart. And I was like a foot away from mm-hmm. my where I pushed the cart. And there was another lady and she was just kind of watching. Like it was where people were watching it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, are you not all there? Or right. what? And so I looked at the lady who was watching. I was like, can you see me? Because I don't think she can see me because I might want to make sure I didn't just like to put my invisible suit on because apparently she can't see my human being self. And this, I, you know, woman never even acknowledged I said that. Hmm. Those were fighting words, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so I just have too much to do. I don't have time to be on the phone. I don't have time for drama in the grocery store. No, I, I, don't just, time, I don't have time to be on the phone anywhere. Right. Really. And I'm like, my voicemail says, hi, this is Andy. Don't be old and text me. <laughs> don't, say, yeah. don't even leave me a message. I don't even know. I truly do not know how to access my voicemail on my phone. I don't either. It doesn't pop it doesn't, up for me. I, so Nope, it doesn't. I don't care. Yeah. No, <clears throat> if, it, if you're calling me, I automatically think it's the worst. Right. Yeah. Somebody's on live support. Yeah. All right, so your sixth sense. Do you feel that that's an actual thing, mm-hmm. your intuition? Um, I always say, I always give advice. I've given it to you. Always listen to your gut because mm-hmm. your gut is telling you something, you know, danger, whatever. Um, do you ignore it ever? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then do you regret that you ignored it? Yeah. Yeah. So typically <laughs> you're feeling, you're learning in life that you should listen to mm-hmm. your gut. If your body's telling you, and, and the thing is, is intuition, you know, it's like a channeling. It's like a communication system. And essentially what it is, it's like an early warning system because your brain recognizes a pattern you've been in before. Mm-hmm. And that's where that comes from. So it's totally, it's not something you're consciously aware of. But your body recognizes this pattern and immediately like increases the adrenaline and you get the the tingles on the back mm-hmm. of your neck or your stomach hurts mm-hmm. or whatever that feeling, that sinking feeling is. Because you don't even know why it hit you, but your brain is recognizing a pattern that has caused you trauma mm-hmm. before. So your brain's pretty smart, you know, and that's something it's involuntarily doing. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think it's uh, it's something that's ignored a lot of times, oh, yeah. like you said. But if you have to kind of learn to trust it. You have to decide, like for me, I know sometimes I will be too scared to do something or make a decision on something. And so I try to say, oh, I feel like my gut is telling me to go with the easier option. It's not, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it can be hard because your mind plays tricks on you. So it's like, okay, which one is the better option? But I also like, I read up on it and it was like deja vu Mm -hmm. is very like that too. Um, but I actually had that on the way here. I saw a car Mm -hmm. that had been from the past and my stomach like it was bad like it was so weird it felt terrible and I'm just Mm -hmm. like that is like PTSD I mean as weird as that sounds but it was as soon as I saw the car everything in me for like five seconds and I was just like oh okay it's fine I don't like that feeling yeah that's a bad but I do really well with you like I know when something's off with you Mm -hmm. like you're like, you're very intuitive <laughs> and I am. Well, you, you're intuitive on my energy is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. 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 
because I always know when something is off or wrong. Something's rattled or something's not quite where it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And you're typically right. Like it, you know, and life's not always easy, but, um, yeah. So I guess I kind of give off a different energy when things are groovy and if things are kind of, yeah. And you do the same thing. Yeah. Everybody does. Like if something bad is happening, you're not going to be your joyful, happy self. So I think in that case, your mind is telling you, okay, I'm recognizing a pattern with this person that I know closely. You know, there's something's Mine is more so like, I know there have been instances with you where I'm not even near you Mm -hmm. and you're like, how did you know? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> like I'll just text you randomly and be like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You're like, why are you asking? <laughs> like, I just feel like something's off. And you're like, well, you would be correct. <laughs> why? Where are you? Are you under the couch? What are yeah. you doing? Ancient Indian Shopstras called it pragya, pragya, which is just a deep spiritual connection within themselves, which can also be linked to people in their tribe or whatever. But they learned and taught their young to identify it and to believe it and listen to it. It's kind of like something beyond yourself. They mm-hmm. kind of looked at it as more spiritual, like like maybe a spirit guide or something like that. And it, it could be, I don't know, yeah. like a guardian angel mm-hmm. type thing. Um, but I always feel like when something's speaking to you, this is not a good idea. Don't try to figure out why it's not unless it's just something you absolutely have to follow through with, maybe step back and go, let's just take this down, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. going into this restroom at this restaurant or, you know, it's not a good idea. There's a reason. It doesn't happen often. So I don't think that that puts you into a a state of being paranoid all the Mm -hmm. time because it's rare that that kind of rares up and says, hey. Um, But I think when it does, you just need to just go with it. Yeah, it's kind of like... The whys don't matter. (laughs) Right. It's kind of like being two blondes walking down the street of St. Louis. Yeah. That was probably... Our our angel guides were throwing rocks at the back of our head. (laughs) They they did not work in that instance. Well, we weren't in a great area and we didn't know. And the thing that was weird is it was like a ghost town. It's like the pandemic all over again because there wasn't a single Mm -hmm. person out. And we're like, maybe we should realize why there's not a single person out. Maybe there is a reason why people don't walk out here. Yeah. So we went into safer places and said, we we won't do that again. We just stayed. (laughs) Can we just check that off the yep. bucket list? And we're then we're done. like, let's get on a Ferris wheel. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fun trip. This is great. We love St. Louis. Yeah, it was a... No offense, but our trip in St. Louis was not no. great. No. <laughs> so I'm sure St. Louis is a great city. Our experience just was lacking in yeah. that. Um, all right. We have um, fact or BS today. So the question to you is... Identical twins, Mm -hmm. do they have the same fingerprints? No. Why? Because they're two two different people. They're identical. They don't have the same fingerprints. You feel sure that Um, is your answer? That's the final answer. Your final answer? Mm -hmm. You're correct. They don't even resemble each other. Nobody has an identical fingerprint. Right, nobody does. Yeah. Because if that was the case, you could have a psycho twin sister on Snap. And yeah. she wiped out her whole dating history, killed all the guys, and then the fingerprints come back to you. <laughs> You're like, I was the recessive yeah. gene. Yep. I'm the calm one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you go after her? Hmm. So, yeah. So good, good answer. Nice, yeah. nice work, yeah. Allie. 
Yeah, you did good. I knew I 100%. I feel like I'm going to get the sports question then. We're on a roll. Okay. How many children are conceived annually at the Super Bowl in the tailgate parking lot? What on absolute earth? (laughs) So it's just a giant orgy? Well, no. I mean, I don't think so. I have never thought that that was happening ever, ever, well, it ever. Is. Like on the tailgate? Like where are they? They have to be inside somewhere. This isn't out in the Is it cold? <laughs> it, I would. It would depend on where you're at. I would. Well, Las Vegas is well, not yeah, cold. But I mean, it changes. I'm going to get a drone and be like, I'm on pervert duty. Uh-uh. You do you want kids? Because you're asking for it. There's statistics out there. How many? Just roughly, like because how can you? How do you know, really? I mean, did these people tell the truth? They probably. Obviously, they have loose morals. Were they married? Let's talk about that. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, how many every year? Like at one Super Bowl, twelve. More than a hundred. Shut up. (laughs) How many people are in the tailgate party? How big is that? Isn't it just in the parking lot? I mean, I think, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that is a, I don't know how many people are at the tailgate. I mean, I know in in Nashville, like tailgates went on like streets, like you, so Apparently, we need to go to these and get a better understanding of what is happening. We excuse me. I we can go with was, the microphone. Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you doing? And uh, do you have any protection? <laughs> because <laughs> we can hand it out. And that way, then we can we can be like yeah. spreading awareness yeah. that you do not want a tailgate baby. Right. You're not in your right mind. Exactly. This is not a good idea. Yeah. Are you going to name it Little Super Bowl? You know. Are you going to name it? You know. Eagle. Yeah, whoever wins. Chief. Yeah. It's a girl you can call it Taylor. Yeah. There's so many options. But yeah, I wow. I saw that and I was like, that's very... I just don't know how they can really Would you say... like me to try to do research on that? Because it was as of December 2023. So this so was... So these people fly into this city and then fly home all over the country. So how can you possibly map... These people conceived in Las Vegas, but they live in Rhode Island. And you're going to call them up. Hi, I heard you had a baby. So it lines up with your visit to the Vegas Super Bowl. Well, it is a... I'm having a feeling you get a little freaky deaky out in the telly party. So tell the truth. Did you? (laughs) You should start charging people for that. It's a consensus, but it's just the... Like a fine for (laughs) after you've had it. (laughs) Excuse me, but we're going to have to... Write you a ticket. Ew, for public indecency and exposure and conception. Yeah. Illegal conception. Illegal so conception. Proud. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. That goes back to bicycle gang. That does. But that I think hilarious. it's a word. I think. Well, I know, but I just mean. No, I don't think it's an actual thing. I'm trying to convince you it is. No. Well, it, you almost did. So. You can't tell somebody you can't i mean illegal i mean i'm sure somewhere there probably is maybe i don't know 
We should look that up. I'll yeah. Look it up. Yeah. So your homework is to follow up on Chicago. Okay. Where do you stream that? Um, I'll find it for you and send it to you. Okay. Because I know you can find the movie easy peasy, but you I want, want you play. to see this. I want you to see the show. Maybe I just need to go to New York. You do, because I'll go with you. Okay. I love it. See, just made a whole trip. It's the only show that they don't change the stage. It's the same the whole time, the entire show. Because the stage is like a stair steps up and all of the um, orchestra is mm -hmm. in the stair steps. So you can see the people. Usually orchestra is down mm -hmm. under the stage. You can see them all and they just walk up and down and they dance in front. Hmm. It never changes. It's pretty cool. I think the only thing I've seen on Broadway was Wicked and Hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't really remember those because yeah. I was pretty young. You were young. So you need to you need to get your artistic taste. Yeah. You get your palate. I'll tell you what. I uh, went to see Book of Mormon last year on Broadway mm -hmm. and I was not prepared for that at all. Let me just tell you. Um, you Have you ever <laughs> no, you know anything about the But story? you did tell me about mm. it. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about, again, I've talked about it, dark humor. Holy dark humor. I was literally like, my jaw dropped in the first scene. I was like, what did they just, <laughs> we're from the South. We don't say things like that. That reminds me. It's the Book of Mormon, right? Mormons go door to door. Mm -hmm. Two days ago, I'm sitting on my couch watching TV, and you know where my front door is, and it has a uh, it has glass on the mm -hmm. front, and it's clear glass, and I have like a bamboo shade over it, so it kind of like fuzzies seeing inside, but if you really focused, you could see inside. Right. And the couch is right in line with the door, so if I'm if somebody's trying, they can see me sitting there. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was two ladies. Name badges on, Bibles in hand. I can see them. They can see me. Knock, knock, knock. I am muddling Stewie to keep him quiet. It didn't really matter. I ended up letting him bark. They stood there and stood there and stood there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because they could see me. And then they start like checking their phones. One leans against the wall, like, we'll wait. I'm like, you don't want to wait on me. I promise. Dark sense of humor. Don't. <laughs> okay. I had the red tape put on my mailbox by another religious society that came to the front door once. And they would mark you telling other people, don't go to this house. And I ripped the red tape off. But that's a true story. But they continued to stand there. And then finally... She knocks again, and then she knocks, and then she stands there like I can see, like she stares at me. And I'm like, sweetie, you got about 15 seconds left. I'm surprised you didn't use your your camera. Right? Like I know. And she, because it's sitting right there on the mm -hmm. wall, like spinning circles, but she never even pushed that button. She was just knocking and stared at me. And I was like, I could have COVID, and I'm doing you a favor by not right. opening my door. I could be injured. I could be, you know. Right. I could be a raging lunatic. Right. You don't know. I but, could have just got done being on Snapped and you're right. ringing my doorbell. You better on run. You. It doesn't mean women have to kill men. They just kill somebody. <laughs> right. But I, I'm like, you're not leaving. And I, I mean, like all of the situations, you're, you're again, 
invading my peace. This is my property. This is my home. I understand your mission, but I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. You're not the authority, so I don't have to open the door. If it's a police officer, I'm going to open the door. I don't know you. Your dress is, you got, I know what, I know what the goal is by, but to, can, to be assertive and aggressive like that, mm-hmm. you know, do you want me to fling the door open and be like, I am COVID positive and you keep beating on yep. my door and just start coughing yep. on them? That's, but, that You should have done that. What on earth, you know? And I mean, I'm about to have surgery. What if I can't get up and you just keep banging on, what if you're frightening me? What if I'm a child? Right. You don't know. You couldn't tell. You can only see the top of my head. What if I'm a child that's told not to answer the door and then these strangers keep beating on the right. door? Like, no, when to quit people. Yeah. <laughs> That was so frustrating, and I was about to deliver. I'm surprised you didn't. I was about to deliver the word of God. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you to them. Then they just walked off. They though. finally walked off, and then Stewie was like, "I need to go to the bathroom." I'm like, "Well, you're not going right now." I'm very surprised that you I am. See, I'm getting better at not being a jerk if I don't have to be. I was like, "Go about your way. I am not interested." But you can see me. I'm surprised me. you didn't at least say that. Like, just I know. Yell see, it. I am truly, I am a better person for it. They made me a better person. They didn't even know it. See, yep. their good was done. Their good deed yep. was done. It was. You know. You spared them. I just, I was about to just, wow. I was sitting there and I was like, walk away. Walk away. <laughs> they just kept st- And then she's like giving me the eye through the door. I'm like. Walk. So were you like looking out the window or were you just acting like I, I was looking forward because I had the TV on. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't have to open the door. I don't know what you think this is. That goes to like when anybody answers the or rings the doorbell, I hide. And then I'm like, <laughs> I hide, but then I let the dog go because then that's even more of like somebody's really not home. Yeah. Like if the dog is barking. Yeah. There's not somebody making them be quiet, but I will. I hate that. I know. I do too. Don't. And especially it's even worse when it's a knock instead of the doorbell. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but it just don't do that to me. No. See, I'm not going to answer the door either. If I don't know you, no, that's a very personal space. I don't know what you're going to do. I mean, and I have a pretty public persona online. I don't know you. You could be like a crazy person. So no. And then when you knock, 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 you give it a nice ample 15, 20 Mm -hmm. seconds, walk away. Right. Because again, there can be children inside and you're frightening them. They've been instructed not to answer. Anyway, I'm rambling. Rambler. Mumbler. All right. So this concludes episode, what did we say? Five. Five of the the mom <laughs> my mom has a secret <laughs> dash podcast um you can follow us on social mm-hmm. we have uh instagram my mom has a podcast and we have tiktok yep. my mom has a secret podcast for instagram and then mm-hmm. what is it on tiktok my mom has a secret yeah it's linked below in yeah. the show notes on youtube just um, go through my mom has a secret.com that's the best way to find us <laughs> yes my mom has a secret.com If you are on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe so you know when our new uh, episodes come out. And uh, if you're on podcast platforms, give us a like and a good review. And we appreciate it because we're just the little guys just making our way in a big world. We're just so sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Look at us talking about death and feeding people to pigs and (laughs) 
yelling at religious people. <laughs> but you didn't. So we're doing good. Look at me <laughs> getting better all the time. Well, we'll say rest in peace, Bob Ross. And until next time, we'll see you back here in front of these mics in a couple weeks. Yay. All right. Bye. Bye.